Take action first and then seek to understand later. Hey, it's Lucas Grobot and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome to episode 87 of Weaver and Loom. We are at part four of a 10-part series on my new book, Anchored the Discipline to Stop Drifting. It is a manifesto that I originally wrote to myself and then I've been refining and working on for the past six years and I finally feel like it is time to release this book to you. Why? Well, one, I just had my fourth son and his name is actually Anchor and I feel like there's this, I've I've tried to release this book before and it just has never felt right. And I feel like there's a divine timing right now in releasing it just on the, the, the aftermath of my son being born just a month ago. And so October 3rd, 2019, Anchored the Discipline to Stop Drifting is coming to Amazon and iTunes and all those other iBooks, all those other places where books can be found and this book, as I said, was a manifesto written to myself as I was in a place of drifting, of wondering my purpose, trying to figure out how can I be not just successful, not just busy, not just doing all the right things in my life, but actually bearing fruit, actually achieving the goals that I wanted to achieve, that I was setting out to achieve. Because so often I felt like I would set out to achieve something and then I'd do something else and I'd try something else and I'd start thinking about and overanalyzing another project and then I would go back to the first project and it was, I felt like I was getting nowhere. And when we moved to the Middle East six years ago, I just had this coming to moment where both me and my wife, we really had to dig deep and search and wrestle and figure out who are we? Who are we as as people, as individuals? What's our culture? Why is our cultural our culture? And how does that, how does that mesh in with the rest of the world? So that is the the space that this book came out of and I began writing and thinking and meditating and journaling, researching, and finally this book is ready. And today we are talking about a chapter in the book titled Anchored is Doing First. Now, in the West, the way most of culture is structured is that we first inundate our minds with a lot of teaching. We memorize facts, we research, we understand all that. And then the there's the premises. Once you get a lot of head knowledge, pretty soon it kind of materializes into heart values or kind of a passion or understanding. Then after you get that, you know, you can start doing. Once you figure out all the right information, all the right steps, then you're prepared. Once you have the knowledge, then you're prepared to take action. But what I love about Eastern cultures, it is opposite. It's when you start taking action, you start taking action first, and that action actually leads to an understanding. It leads to a a cognitive awareness of why something works and why something doesn't work. It is through that experience that we actually gain a working knowledge of the world rather than just a head knowledge of the world. And with that, we can actually go out and make a difference and make an impact. And so many of us have been disconnected from the loom. We've been disconnected from the work and we're stuck deliberating, reading book after book after book, 
trying to figure out the right way and we stop taking action because we start overthinking and overanalyzing the action that we need to be taking. The story that I love from this chapter in my book, Anchored the Discipline to Stop Drifting, is the story of throwing the perfect pot. So there is a story of a professor who took his pottery class and he split them in two. He said to the first half, I want you to make one pot this semester. One beautiful, amazing pot. I want quality. I want one amazing quality product. You will be graded on that one product. That's all you have to do. Just make one great thing, and I'm going to grade you on that one great thing. He said to the other half of the class, I'm not going to grade you on how great or good your pots are. I'm going to grade you on the quantity of pots. So the more pots you throw, the better your grade will be at the end of the semester. Now, I bet you can always already see where this story is going. There is one group that he said, I want quality, and to the other group he said, I want quantity. Which group do you think actually produced the best pot or the best pots? Well, he took one pot from each student. He took the best pots from the quality pots where each one made one amazing pot. And then he took the best pots from the people who threw lots of pots. So if You know, what person threw 100 pots in a semester, he took one of those 100 and he put it in a gallery and he brought in independent judges and artists to grade and score and say, which one of these or which, which one of these pots are the best? And lo and behold, all of the winners, all the best pots from that class came not from the group trying to make the best pot, but came from the group trying to make the most amount of pots. The lesson that we learn here is when we over-deliberate and we cease to take action and we start to try to manufacture and strategize on the perfect, what's the, the perfect way to get this pot so that we get a good grade? I'm going to overanalyze, think, and make sure everything's just right before I do this or before I finish this project. It is the group that they, that group who did try to do the quality, they did not succeed. They actually did not make a quality pot. Instead, it was the group that was said, you know what? I don't need to make the best pot. I just need to make lots of pots. And it's through the making of a lot of pots, a hundred pots over the course of a semester, that their skill grew, their craft grew. They, their feel for the clay of how to throw the pot right grew. And the result was their experience enabled them to know how to make a greater pot, how to make a better pot, rather than trying to know how to make a good pot resulting in a good pot because it doesn't. Our knowledge does not often equate to experiential prowess or capability in the world. We, it's through the experience that actually we, we gain the knowledge. So just like this episode, just like this podcast, I'm putting out five podcasts a week, Sunday through Thursday. I'm showing up every day. So far, we're on, what, episode 87. In the past nine weeks, 10 weeks, I've put out now almost 
50 episodes. That's more than most podcasters put out in an entire year. Now it's a, sure, it's a, well, it's an easy format. Well, it's a, it's, but guys, I have learned more in this two, three month period of time than I would have learned in a year. Why? Because I'm putting in the work day in, day out when it's not convenient when I don't feel like it. And because of that, I'm showing up and that showing up causes my craft to grow. It causes me to grow as a communicator. And I bet if you go back and you listen to some of the early episodes of one own the future, some of those early podcasts, and then some of the later ones. And then if you go back even and look in the last couple months, some of those early episodes compared to to these episodes now, I feel like I have grown significantly in my ability to come here and show up and say something meaningful to you. I, at least I hope so. So please, October 3rd, the book comes out. I would love to see you achieve your dreams, achieve your goals, and to stop drifting through your life. So many of us drift through life. I don't want that for you. Why? Because I believe you were born with a purpose and a destiny. You were born as a change maker. If you weren't, you would not be here. But you're here. So please, October 3rd, put it on your calendar. Tell your friends. If you enjoy this podcast, if it's meaningful to you, if you've gotten anything out of it, please tell your friends to come listen and subscribe to the podcast because it's completely free. Until next time. I'm Lucas Scrobot, you are a change maker, and this is where destiny is woven. Mm-hmm.